Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start reclaiming your confidence. Start standing in your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. I am here to remind you I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hola, mi gente. Que pasa? How are we? Welcome back. This episode is a listener request. And I'm giving you a major shout out to my homegirl, Maddie, over in New York City. She's a fellow Latina who is loving the podcast and has sent me a few emails. So um, thank you, Maddie. Gracias por el amor, mujer. I hope that you enjoy this. I hope it answers your questions. Sometimes you guys send me questions and I think you think you want the answer to that question, but that's not actually what you want the answer to. That sounds like a little riddle, but here's why. The question came in the sense of uh, forgiveness and feeling lonely in my relationship when shit's not working out and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff, right? I don't want to go into detail about her business. But in that scenario, right, that was the kind of uh, vibe that the question was coming from. But Maddie, my love, what I think you want to ask is how do I have a better relationship? And today's episode is about having a better relationship, not only a romantic relationship, but having better relationships. Because I heard this in a book once and I don't know who said it, right? But my, my bad, I like to always tell you who says shit. Um, when I know, but I can't remember. So I'll have to remember and think about it and get back to you on it. But basically it said your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your husband, your relationship with your mother, it's all the same relationship. Like you're in the same relationship with everyone that you're in. And it makes so much sense because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So how you communicate or your lack of communication, you know, what you put up with, you teach people how to treat you everywhere. So I want to talk to you a little bit about having a better relationship. And here's, I'm going to give you a few uh, stories of mine because I think, number one, they're hilarious and crazy that this shit has happened. But they really, I want you to learn from my ass because if you can, why not, right? And, and the beauty of story is so that we, we learn from each other. So I was in a relationship when uh, it was the second relationship I got into in Australia. So I've been here for like nine years. I moved here for a Greek man that I met in Las Vegas. Anyway, that's another story, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, I was running away from my life and I moved here. And, you know, that relationship didn't work. Let's just put it like that, right? I'm grateful, though, that I'm here because of that relationship. Because now I have my husband and my kids. But that shit was not good for me and it didn't work. So what happened was I got into this relationship with this person, with this energy, and I left that relationship and I literally got into another relationship with the same fucking person, different face. (laughs) So there's a quote that says, you know, faces change, energy stays the same. And that was totally it. That was exactly it, right? So here I am dating this guy and the whole time, the whole lesson for me with these two relationships was worthiness. 
and y'all know me now, if you follow me on social media or you know me or you've been to my event or you're listening to my podcast, you know I don't play. I think I'm the shit. I've got so much self-worth. Y'all, please. But can you imagine me at like a place in my life, because I was exactly where you are or worse in the whole, I don't know who I am. I'm not confident. I don't know what I'm doing with myself. I'm a piece of shit. I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not worthy of love. And who do I think I am? That was me. That was my whole thing. So, of course, I manifested men and I manifested relationships. Manifested meaning I created for myself relationships that were there to show me, oh, Erica, you got issues with self-worth? Oh, you got issues with self-love? Oh, you don't think you're worthy? Oh, cool. Let me go ahead and, and show you how unworthy you are. Because literally, I, I created a man to come in or I manifested a man to come into my gaps where I had lack, where I was missing and just fucking push buttons in there and go, oh, right here, right here. Oh, you think you're not worthy? Oh, yeah. Let me show you how you're right. Yeah, you're right. Here, let me show you this. Do you get me? So when you, when you, when you manifest from a place of unworthiness, you literally will, will create for yourself people who will, thank you, people who will, you know, highlight that for you and show you, yeah, you're right. You aren't worthy. Because that's what we're looking to do. And it sounds insane, but we are. We crazy. So here comes relationship number two in Australia. An actual relationship, right? Not flings, which I had many in Sydney, but uh, relationship. So homeboy was uh, really like a family person and lived at home. And a little bit of like a mama's boy, right? But, but I think mama's boys are good. It was a mama's boy in a different way. Like mother was manipulative and taking advantage and you know making the rules and saying that things are this way and you know she was a head honcho of the house and really influenced the way everything went so that shouldn't be a problem but the problem did come when I wasn't good enough so my past was a little bit I remember him saying to me don't tell my parents that you were married don't tell my parents that you have a you used to have tattoos don't tell my parents that you used to model in your bikini and you got photos on google don't tell my parents that your dad left you when you were two don't like what the fuck like hold on a minute that's not my fault my dad left when I was two I had nothing to do with that yeah just don't tell them so basically pretend you're fucking perfect because you're not and you're so flawed and you are so fucking flawed that I want you to lie to my family so they can accept you and please don't sneeze how you sneeze. You know that loud ass sneeze you do? Please don't do that. Can y'all believe this? And I was like, okay. Yeah, okay, no worries. Yeah, I'm sure. I was trying to be this like princess, right? And it wasn't a cultural thing. It's not just culture, y'all. You know, the, the two guys I dated, one was Greek, one was Lebanese. And in Australia, if you are Greek or Lebanese, you're Greek and Lebanese. In America, you're just American with a little bit of like, you know, background. But really here in, in Melbourne, especially, people are really still very connected to their culture. And it's fucking beautiful. But it's not because of being a wog or being a culture. It's not because of that. We all have these things. People say, oh, it's because I'm Italian. Guess what? Puerto Rican people have that shit too. So don't Sri Lankan people. You know, everybody's got it. So it's not a wog thing and it's not a cultural thing. This was a self-worth issue with me and me accepting me being treated this way. So what happened? I wouldn't sneeze. I wouldn't wear red lipstick because the mom said, oh, it doesn't suit you. It's too bright. You know, I wouldn't, I, basically I wasn't being who the fuck I am in this relationship. And was I miserable? Not all the time. But in the end, I really wasn't happy and I wasn't being who I am. And the reason I tell you this is because sometimes when you enter a relationship, any relationship, a friendship, a marriage, you know, having a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you know, a best friend, if from the beginning there are red fucking flags, 
Meaning, yeah, don't tell my parents that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hmm, why not? That's a red flag. Meaning, yeah, you can't come with me to any family functions or weddings or anything until you get all your photos off Google. Hmm, that's a fucking flag. You know, any kind of abusive, verbal abuse behavior, physical abusive behavior, that's a red flag, right? Like, y'all, we need to pay attention to these red flags in the beginning. Because here's what happens. We don't, we don't pay attention. We stay in the relationship and then we cop feelings because we've been there for a long time. So now we've got the fucking C word called comfort. And, you know, when you're comfortable and you know somebody, now it's really hard to break away. Because you've got all these memories and shit you've done together and experiences. And it doesn't matter if they were shit or not. Because the time is there. Now you got time behind you. Oh, I've been with him for five years. Or I've been with her for five months. Or I've been with this relationship for ten years. It's like, oh my god, that's more pressure. So for me, I really... I, that relationship needed to leave me. Like he dumped me around my birthday. And thank goodness. And when the universe does shit like that, it's a mystery. And then I met my husband. So hello, that was meant to happen. But the crazy shit is that... I wasn't being who I am. And in Australia, the top number one reason around the world why people get a divorce is because of money, right? That's number one. And there's many issues with money, not just because people don't have money, but there's fights about money. But in Australia, the number five reason, the fifth reason why people break up and get a divorce is because there's a change of values. I want you to hear that. A change of values. So what happens? Imagine I, Erica, start working on myself. I start hiring a coach. I start reading books. I start listening to my own fucking podcast back in the day. I wish I had that shit. I wish I knew about the shit like this. Girl, I would have been like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> I would have been out. Anyway, I start listening. I start growing. I start learning. What happens? I start changing. I start becoming more of who I really am. I start evolving. I start being, being conscious about my decisions and being aware that I'm the one that's creating my life and that I'm not a victim of my circumstance. I start taking responsibility back and accountability back and I start creating from a place that I love and what I want to do. And my partner over here hasn't done fucking any work. What is it? What is, what's he on about? What's his, what's his mindset like? Total opposite. So then what happens? Of course you grow apart or you got that me and my husband did a live on Instagram. You got to check it out. Me and my husband have the most amazing fucking relationship. I'm not even telling you that because it's me and him, but it's fucking amazing. It's, and I know it doesn't exist many in many relationships. And our goal is to help people because this is ridiculous. Like we together grow. We together do the work. We, I don't shove this shit down his throat and he doesn't do it to me. But initially when we met, he tried to guide me and tried to introduce things to me and allowed me the time to figure it out for myself. He was the example and I watched him and I went, I want what you've got. And that's how it happened. Some of y'all be tripping and going, my husband needs to do this. My husband needs to do that. Or my, my wife needs to do this. Or it's like, no, you be the fucking change, Gandhi. You be the change you want to see in your household. You know, you want your husband to talk to you more. You talk to him more. You want more romance. You bring the romance. You show him what it's like to love unconditionally and be kind and be caring and speak your mind and communicate. Don't worry about what he's doing for a little while right? Talk, be you. Who are you? You're a communicator. Be a communicator. You're a lover. Be a lover. You know, you're friendly. Be friendly. Be who you are. And then watch how shit changes around you. I've got client after client testimonial of women coming to my workshop or coaching with me and going, fuck, I got home. It was really hard because I was worried about what he wasn't doing. But then I got my mind right and I did what you said and blah, 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 blah. And now our fucking relationship has changed. You can't change other people. 
The relationship advice that I have for you is you got to fix you. You got to work with you because you're going to be you in every relationship you get into. And if you're, if you keep creating the same relationship for yourself, like I was, it's not them. It's you, baby. What are you doing? What are you putting out there to create the same shit? So in response to Maddie's thing about feeling lonely or feeling like forgiveness or feeling like having a situation or issue with your partner, it's called communication. We do not do it enough. And we don't do it strong enough, powerful enough, vulnerable enough, and real enough. I don't mean tell someone off. I don't mean be an asshole. You can keep it real. You can be, you can be authentic. You can communicate. You can even tell someone to fuck off in a nice way with still holding your values of kindness, lovingness, whatever it is. So here's, I want to give you this example of my husband that I said in the, I did a podcast recently that's called uh, How to Feel Better. It's the one right before this one. I'm bad with remembering numbers. I think it's number 22. I'm sure this is number 23. Number 22 is how to feel better. And it was all about Byron Katie's work. And I used my husband as the example of when I used to inquire my mind because I used to say my husband's not romantic. He's just not a romantic kind of guy. He's loving. He's amazing. He's just not going to be like, I bought you flowers. I did this. I did that. He's got a million bazillion other things going on. So I'm not going to be fucking badgering my husband and be romantic. I know that's not him. Do you know, I just let that go. Whatever your partner is not, let that shit go. They're not. And you're not going to change them. Right? But what, what, what is it that you can be that you want to bring to the relationship? If you want to communicate more, you need to let them know, hey, this is where I'm at. I want to talk to you about this, this, and this. I've been holding, I'll use the example that, that Maddie had messaged. Right? I've been holding this feeling of, you know, anger towards you. And it's because of X, Y, and Z. And this is why I've been angry. And I just want you to know that it's me. I'm the one that's been angry and I've been making this mean this. Because everything's meaning. We make it mean shit. Your husband doesn't call you, so you make it mean that he doesn't care. Maybe he just fucking forgot to call you. And I'm not saying, I'm not crutching asshole partners. Because some of you motherfuckers need to divorce your partners. (laughs) Right? Like, And please, do what you gotta do. Don't take my advice. You do what you gotta do. But I meet some women that I'm like, who the fuck is your husband? He needs a bitch slap. Like, can I meet your husband? Because he's tripping. Hence why my husband started doing, my husband's doing this work with men. What I'm doing with women, he's doing with men. And he's calling it manfulness. So if you want to check him out, he's on Instagram, manfulness, just M-A-N and then F-U-L-N-E-S-S or N-E-S. Shit, I don't know. Anyway, no L's, no double L's, no double N's, just manfulness. And Hamish is really passionate because Hamish, my husband, is very sensitive and very in his feminine energy. Not like he's a woman, but he's very in tune with sensitivity. He's, he can be emotional. He can be there for a woman who is emotional. He's, he has a gym. So a lot of his PT clients, his, his personal training clients are women. And they break down and they have all kinds of sessions in between their PT sessions. And he's a shamanic, fucking spiritual, amazing, gorgeous man inside and out. And he's strong and he's a fucking dude, you know, he's a dude, he's got tats, he's a man, brown and sexy man, you know what I'm saying? And so he, he has everything that, that you could want to have in regards to trying to teach a man about being strong, but still emotional. So I'm so happy and grateful that he said yes to doing this work for himself because now he's doing this work because men need this shit. There's a lot of testosterone. There's a lot of aggression. There's a lot of anger and they don't know how to deal with it. And it's not always their fault. You know, they get raised into this shit. Be a man, be a man fucking worst thing we could tell a man be a man don't be a pussy what the fuck is that you know and I say that I used to say that y'all to my husband that is fucked up and I that's one of the biggest things I regret saying to him but that's where I was at at the time 
You know what I'm saying? Definitely in a place of not understanding how men work or what kind of man I had in front of me. And so here's the thing. You can't change anybody. You can only change yourself. You can't control what other people think, what other people feel, what other people do. But you can teach people how to treat you. And if you think your relationship is fucked up right now and you're upset and you're angry, you need to fucking take responsibility for your part. Because everything is communication. If your husband doesn't call you, it doesn't mean he doesn't love you. But let's say you make it mean he doesn't love me. Now you walk around the house angry, he doesn't love me, he's an asshole. How are you going to treat him? Differently? Yes. How are you going to be to him? You're going to be an asshole to him. And guess what? It's just the thought that you had. You don't know if it's true, but you're making it up. And then based off of this fake thing you made up in your head, you treat him a certain way. And then that creates actual, actual fucking tangible shit in the world. So you need to get clear on what is going on in your relationship, number one. Any relationship. I'm using the example of Maddie because I want to give you what you need, right? You need to make it clear in your relationship what the fuck's going on. What are you making shit mean? Meaning, how are you taking it versus how is he meaning it? So if he says something, you take it one way, but maybe he didn't mean it that way. Maybe he doesn't know what to do. Or maybe he did mean it that way. I don't know. The point is discussion. The point is any relationship, if you've got a friendship that's gone sour and you're like, fuck, it's so awkward and blah, blah, blah. Great. What do you think you need to do? Y'all know what to do. You need to call her up and be like, yo, let's chat. We need to talk. I just want to talk about this because I feel like something's gone wrong. If you can't talk, write a fucking letter. That's your homework, actually. Every client I make do this is, it's fucking revolutionary. Write a letter to your relationship situation. Write a letter to your husband, your partner. Write a letter to your mother. Write a letter to your best friend. Whoever you've got conflict with, who you haven't forgiven, who you feel angry about, who you haven't communicated properly, who's pissing you off, write a letter. Everything you want to fucking write in that letter. And if you don't want to send it, you don't have to. I guarantee you, you will feel lighter like physically, emotionally, energetically, spiritually, fucking everything. Physically, you will feel lighter once you write this letter. You write this letter, you don't have to send it, or you can send it. And let me tell you, I had clients send it. It is powerful. It has fixed relationships. It has fixed girlfriend friendships. It has fixed fucking marriages. Because we're too scared to say what we mean or what we feel because we want the result from the other person. We, wanna, we want them to come back to us with how we want. And it's like sometimes they're not ready to talk. But you want to talk. And sometimes you talk and you're screaming and nobody's listening to you because it's fucking screaming. No one wants to yell at each other. So it's like how can you find a way to communicate clearly with, your, with the relationship that you're in, with the relationship that you're feeling is hard. How can you communicate clearly, state what you want to state, but still be respectful and kind of the other person? right? Because literally, if you're going to be an asshole, no one's going to want to talk to you and it's not going to work. So there has to be mutual respect. And if the other person's not ready, it doesn't mean you don't have to be who you are. It doesn't mean you don't have to communicate. Do it in a letter. Communicate at the kitchen table when they're not looking at you and not talking to you and just say, listen, I need to talk about this. And if you're not going to come to the table, literally, if you're not going to come to talk to me and we're not going to be able to work this out, I can't stay. This is not going to work. Because you can't be trying to work it out by yourself either. You got to know when it's time to go, well, that's it. You got to put the fucking ultimatums out there. If your partner's not talking to you or your friend's not talking to you, maybe that fucking relationship is over. Maybe you need to say, look, I think it's over. I just want to be sure. Do you want to go counseling? Do you want to go get therapy? Do you want to work this shit out? 
don't think that's corny. It's not fucking corny. Like, me and my husband do fucking coaching all the time. We're still, we still work on ourselves. We still go to seminars. We still read books. We still research shit about relationships all the time. And we talk all the time. And sometimes it gets heated. But if you're not clearing shit up and communicating, and communication is, there's many parts to it. It's you listening. Really hearing people. Not you listening with your ears but can't wait to finish the sentence so you can say what you want to say. That's not communicating. Communicating is you fucking listening. Opening your ears and your heart and being present. No phone. No fucking distraction. Don't do it when your kids are fucking crying. That's stupid. Right? You just sit there and you listen. Make time. Make time and make space for communication to happen. And you just look at each other and you listen and you listen and you listen until you need to listen as much as you need to. And then you speak from your fucking heart. No accusations. No fucking I feel or it feels like this to me is good ways to start. Not you did this, you did that. That's a fucking opinion. You're an asshole. That's an opinion. (laughs) I feel like you're an asshole to me. (laughs) Okay, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Like communicate. And with your friendships, when you got awkward things going on, guess what? You make it more awkward by not talking about it. Is it scary to have confrontation? Maybe. But guess what? It's not going to get easier unless you start confronting people. Confrontation only gets easier when you start doing it. The first time, you shit your pants. Get a diaper. Get a nappy. The second time, less. Right? The third time, you got it. Fourth time, you keep doing it. You, you just confront these situations and don't be an a-hole about it. Just be like, hey, I want to talk. And say, it's awkward. This is so awkward. I don't actually know how to talk about this. But I think we need to talk. You can say, I actually don't know what to say. But I know that there's something wrong and we need to fix it. But I don't actually know what to say. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty vulnerable. That's pretty raw and real. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, fuck me too. I don't know what to say, but something's wrong. What can we do? Let's work it out together. I love you, sister. You're my friend. What happened? You know? How are you feeling? Like, talk, y'all. Communication is the fucking key to relationships. Because guess what? If you don't talk about it, you're still holding it in. And then that's your bad. If you don't talk about it and you get angry at them, that's not their bad. That's your bad. Clear your shit up. Clear it with yourself. Take responsibility for what you've been making shit mean. Take responsibility for how you've been in that relationship. And let that shit go. If if that's the only thing you can do is like take your own responsibility, that's the best thing. And leave it up to them. Don't expect shit from them, but just clean your slate. Be like, look, I'm clean. That's it. You do what you want to do, but I just wanted to tell you. And people come. People come around when you do shit like that. And if they don't, then you need to get the fuck out of that relationship. I'm sorry. But if you're going to be in a one way, that relationship I was in that I didn't break up with, I was stupid. I should have broken up a long time ago. Because I was not happy. I was fucking miserable and in condemnation. It was fucked up. So, anyway, y'all, I'm going to leave you with that. I hope this was served to you, Miss Maddie. And thank you for the questions. There's more coming at you. I love y'all a long time. Have a beautiful day. And hit me up on Instagram or Facebook or email. And um, let's chat soon. Mwah. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your time, your ears, your support, your love, your questions. Please connect. If you would love to send me a voicemail, you can do so on Anchor or you can head over to Instagram at the Queen of Confidence or Facebook at the Queen of Confidence and hit me up. Or if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, email me, y'all. 
My email is erica at thequeenofconfidence.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I thank you. I love you. This podcast is for you. Go out there and be great, y'all.